Not a week goes by that some demand off the wall, off the cuff, off the charts is made on celebrities, no matter how tiny or transient is their imprint on the sighing sands of posterity. Many, too many people yearn for the good life, but they equate at their danger money and sex and power and indolence as the appurtenances of that good life. Then they complain about the cost, the intrusions on privacy, the inconveniences, the having to get dressed up and go out and preen. Fuck em. They knew the job was dangerous when they took it. Some most of us don't bitch about the less than charming parts of the job that is loosely termed success. You work at it diligently for a long time, pull the plow like any other blue-collar worker, and if you've got the chops and are blessed with the talent like Muddy Waters or Gerald Kirsch or Althea Gibson, sometime later you look around and you're a success. And in the process, you've indeed lived the good life. But as Peter Parker learned, quote, with great power comes great responsibility. And so we sign and sign and sign and do other minuscule jobs that rankle, but that are built into the game. And 99% of the time you do it, whatever it is, and you keep your goddamn mouth shut. But there has been this sliver of glass in my talented paw for a long time, and on 20 January 1993, ill-advised perhaps, and opening myself up to the travail that will come from this long-overdue essay, I gnawed out that sliver of glass in reply to what the senior editor at St. Martin's Press requested pro forma, part of her daily due, more likely typed up by her highly underpaid intern or vertical or assistant, sometimes termed a secretary. You notice, just as a chuckle, that nowhere in either the solicitations of two large corporations, St. Martin's and New Wave Entertainment, does anyone make the mistake of mentioning the slightest recompense to he whose time is being preyed upon? I realize it is crass to suggest that as a commonplace everyday blue-collar workman that compensation should be forthcoming. I know how much you love working for nothing. And so, polite to the grave, brought up in Ohio by parents who were careful to teach me manners, despite, as gentle pandas they had some which way given birth to a wolverine, a very low bullshit threshold... I call long distance to the officer of the senior editor, whose name has been purposely redacted for the preceding letter and those that follow, and got online with a young woman whom I now, years later, presume to have been the very one who actually wrote the letter for her boss. I started slowly, politely, explained who I was, made reference to the missive you have just read, and then, in as solicitous but eloquently phrased metaphor-rich a manner as I have in this extended soliloquy, 
tried to explain to her a concept as alien in the position she held as would be to explain Cole Porter to Micah Schist. It went on for more than a few minutes. When it was done, I thanked her for her indulgence and racked the receiver. That was that, I thought. On or about 27 January 1993, I received the letter reproduced in its entirety as follows.